This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. Here's the scenario. You've been injured in a serious accident. The doctor says your recovery could take months, maybe even years, yet your insurance company is denying your claim every step of the way. If something like this happens to you, call me, Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Personal Injury Law. We have offices in Toronto, London, Peterborough, and now Kitchener-Waterloo. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hi. Uh, <laughs> the Raptors lost 125 to 93. A game that they, I don't know, from four minutes into it, virtually had no chance of winning. If this is the performance they're going to put up, just for posterity, this is the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your Samson Folk. But yeah, man, the Raptors got absolutely shellacked by the Hornets. Scotty Barnes standing. You know, it's. In life, there's a saying, lone bright spot. We use it a lot. Typically, there's more than one. Typically. But I feel as if that is actually accurate in this case. 28 points. He did a hell of a job finding space for his own offense, be it as an isolation guy in post-ups or flashing into space as a, you know a tertiary option on a play or something like that. And, you know, really well done by him. But... This game, given the performances they got, there's just no way they were ever going to win it. Defensively, they were a mess. So I'll lay that flat out. The Hornets, they pass the ball a lot. That is one of the hallmarks of their offense is they have a lot of really nice set actions. They really swing the ball around because they kind of lack, you know, an offensive engine who creates offense for himself. In this way, the Raptors are a little bit juxtaposed to the Hornets because the Raptors isolate a lot. They post up a lot. They slow it down and let players take advantage of one-on-one stuff. The Hornets, between like, you know, Rozier and LaMelo Ball and guys like Montrezl Harrell, like these guys, when the ball is in motion, LaMelo making these connective, really great reads when the defense is in flux, Rozier as a shooter finding space, a guy like Montrez on the offensive glass or cutting into space so he can finish plays, you know, layups, dunks, whatever. And then Miles Bridges checking in as well. Guys like Plumlee and, you know, Oubre and PJ Washington also, they make waves, you know, in their own way. But largely this game, the Hornets were able to evade the defensive lockdowns, the defensive attempts of the Raptors. And, you know, there was a part of a game where, the Hornets were hitting a couple one-pass-away threes, which are always a bit contentious for a defense to swallow because you feel like, well, they made the you know they made the play that was one pass away. That's not terrific offense, but they got a terrific result. How many times can that compound before it's just it's not going to keep happening? 
And then when runs like that happen, it's pretty demoralizing. But the Raptors, they just didn't have the juice on either side of the floor to either keep themselves in it by holding the the Hornets to like this really, really long drought or to score on the other side of things. And it's pretty clear from this game, you allow 125. That's a lot. You score 93. That's not so much at all. They didn't have anything going. And yeah, man, it's so in this game, you expect... Really, I, I was expecting Pascal Siakam to kind of take off. I, I wrote about this in the preview. They touched on it, you know, on the broadcast prior to tip-off. He's averaging 24, 10, and 10 on 60% shooting against this Hornets team. And has done so in one of those games without Fred even being there. He's been tremendous. And in this game, finishing with 8 points on 13 shots. Woof. It was really, really nasty business, man. I thought he had two great looks early on in the game. Got right to the rim. Layup rattled out. He had a three-point shot that touched every part of the rim before jumping out of it. But then the rest of the game, it seemed like he really had trouble creating separation. And on the one hand, it's tough to create separation when you're receiving so much attention. And in the first half, I felt like that was accurate, that the Hornets were really loading up on him. But in the second half, I thought that Pascal was, they they kind of went to single coverage and the mojo had just left him for this game. Hopefully it returns for Atlanta tomorrow, but he wasn't in a position where he could take guys off the dribble, be it isolation or post up. And those, those opportunities were afforded to him in the third quarter. He was not able to take advantage. It was just a, a stinker of a game for him. And there were a few possessions where he just dribbled the arrow to the ball and didn't move much, just put, you know, six, seven dribbles down on the hardwood and then put up a jumper and missed. You can't really have that. I mean, you can. It's just that's not good offensive process. And he's not really the type of shot maker who those possessions are rewarded. So it's bad. He he couldn't lead the Raptors. Fred, I think that knee is still bothering him. He made a couple shots in this game that were like, you know, a couple threes that were nice to see drop in. But for the most part, when he was trying to get downhill, turn the corner on guys, he didn't have lift, A. And you could see that on some of the turnovers and, you know, on a couple of the shot attempts, be it like a jumper or trying to get to the rim. He just didn't have the burst. So he was definitely, he was limited. He, he couldn't do much. And Gary Trent Jr., I thought in the first quarter, he had a really nice little stretch of pick and roll play. He had, I believe, six points out of it one assist, or sorry, four points and one assist, which isn't like this terribly dominant stretch or anything, but considering the role he typically plays in the Raptors' offense, that's a nice little plug-in. That's a nice little, that's a tidy little piece of offense. But I thought that was good. But the rest of the game, he was similar. He had similar troubles creating as guys like Fred and Pascal. And then plugging in Kim, it just wasn't a very good game. He, he was was not very good. On, <laughs> on the defensive end of the floor, but that goes for everybody, basically. So I don't want to pick on anybody. I'll just say the Raptors' defense did not have it tonight. And even Scotty, who had 28 and really looked sharp offensively and even athletically, looked like he had a lot more punch, you know, burst compared to, you know, prior to the All-Star break. He, he was bad defensively, too. So it just wasn't good on that end. So, you know, I, I don't want to get too much into digging in on these guys, but... Birch also on offense wasn't able to bring that much. And them's the breaks, honestly. And guys like Precious and Thad and Boucher plugged in as they will continue to do as the season. Precious, I think, was probably the most intriguing 
he, he's fresh off of the Rising Stars game where he once again was able to capture viewers, you know, eyes and interests like immediately because he is so, so vexing as a player. Because on the one possession, he can show you like, I can do, the, I can give you the world. I can do everything. And then that the next position, he can look like he's incapable of some things that a 14-year-old basketball player could do, like catching the ball, for example. And that happened in the Rising Stars game. And to some extent, you see that tonight. Like, he captured these moments of glory, but he also shoots 43% from the free throw line. It's tough to get, like, this all-encompassing, great, precious Achua performance. And it didn't happen in this game, but I thought generally that he leaned a little bit more positive than negative in this one, which is a rarity among this roster for this game. And then Thad, as he is wont to do, can piece together and connect together these really nice offensive plays. And he got a little bit audacious, a little bit adventurous trying to make some things happen, knowing that, for example, Chris Boucher is on the other end of a pass. Sometimes you have to calibrate what types of passes you're going to make and what you can get away with. He's still, I think Thad still has to kind of toggle between, okay, who gets what as a passer and as a play connector. And he'll get there. He's really, he has such a great feel for the game. But defensively, he was really, really bad. I did, I did not like watching him on defense tonight. And Boucher, I mean, Boucher plugged in, I think, as best he could outside of being a guy who would just hit like eight catch and shoot threes and save the Raptors in this game. He wasn't given those opportunities he just ran the floor and tried to make stuff happen. It was totally, totally a, a fine performance from Boucher. It didn't swing the game or anything, but what would his would his best performance of his life have swung this game? Even to where the Raptors have a respectable deficit? Probably not. That's how, that's how bad they got shellacked in this one. And the the other notable players are Malachi Flynn. Five points, two boards, five assists in 12 minutes. I think he had as good a garbage time stint as he could have had outside of, of course, like coming out and giving like 16 points or like, you know, an 18 point quarter or something where he's just, he's off the chain. He's hitting everything. But the five assists were really nice. I thought he he made really good reads. He got into the middle of the floor. He got two feet in the paint. A nice little stretch for Malachi Flynn, honestly. And then Utah didn't get into a fight with Montrez when Montrez was talking, you know, trash at the end of the game. So thank you, Utah, because nobody wanted to see that game elongated. Just kind of kept it moving, went to the free throw line, cashed the three as well. I'm happy with that. I They wouldn't expect too much. Svi uh, Mihailuk, I just want to say, like, I hope that his family is okay throughout the duration of whatever happens between... Russia and Ukraine. Um, most people I know are staunchly anti-war, and I also fall within that group. I, I hope that people are okay, man. I hope that there is as little death, as little destruction as possible, and I hope that something can be negotiated for peace ASAP. It's, and yeah, Svi, since he is Ukrainian, since he's, you know, I, I just hope he's okay, and I hope that the family's okay, and yeah, I hope things are looked after. It's tough, but yeah, the Raptors, they lose 93 to 125. Reggie Evans awards, Scotty Barnes, he busted his ass all game. He got after it, and there's not much you can do in a game where you, you can't just lift your team out of mediocrity that way. Very few players ever could, and uh, obviously Scotty isn't, uh, isn't in the caliber of player who can completely swing a game like that. 
But he went out. He got his numbers. He did his thing. So, yeah. Top quick action comment is from Peace Skills. Quote, really good game. We played with determination till the end and scored 93. Not our night. We'll get them next time. Our schemes and rotation are one of the best. Shots go in and out. Our all-stars are really good players. They were just in airplane mode, but that is okay. Their priorities, their priorities are there, and that is the important thing. We're fine. No need to add any pieces, in my opinion. Just continue to play with this type of effort today, every day, and we will be good, end quote. Uh, I didn't find the defensive effort to be there. And the offensive effort from, like, guys were trying to score, yes, but as far as five guys operating cohesively with effort to, you know, make a set action work. I I didn't find them to be totally full of effort. They certainly could have had more shots go in than not. I mean, they they had a little bit of bad shooting luck, but I think mostly like there was, they were definitely lacking juice as far as running through stuff. Fred really has a, a good excuse. I mean, he's, that knee is definitely still bothering him. Pascal just had an off game. I'm sure he'll be good in Atlanta tomorrow. But yeah, they they needed more. And, you know, it, I'm glad you saw determination in some players. And certainly there were some players putting it out there. But as far as a, a team effort, they can't replicate this performance and just hope for better shooting luck. They they I I disagree on that end. But I, Peace Skills, honestly, the, the optimistic take is always welcome over here. So I, I'm really happy you're seeing like effort. I'm really happy you believe in the players and believe in the scheme. So hell yeah. Thanks for writing in Peace Skills. Uh, listener, thanks for listening in. I know it's a short one, but I think that's what everybody would prefer. Uh, thanks for listening. Whether you got into this in the morning or at night, have a blessed day and goodbye. <laughs>